This week on Invasion of the Podcast, Marvel makes us choose a side. It's Thanksgiving, and we decide to binge up on Netflix. And the Wheel of Death returns. We bring you this special radio television broadcast in order to give you the very latest information on an amazing phenomenon. The arrival of a spaceship. Just a minute, ladies and gentlemen, I think something is happening. Flying saucers have invaded our planet. People of Earth, attention. It's the invasion of the podcast. The whole world is under attack. Can it survive? And welcome to Invasion of the Podcast, where we're taking over the world one listener at a time. I am, as always, Paul Gravy Boat Stedman, and to my left, as always, is Joe Hand Turkey Peters. Yeah, oh, hand turkeys. Got to make this hand turkeys. Yeah. Uh, so this is our, our show right before Thanksgiving, and we got a lot of good things coming, but I just wanted to mention to Joe before we started the show, I, I had a friend of mine in, car, in my car today, because, you know, just, I mean, I don't have friends, so it was amazing to have a friend in my car, but I realized as I was cleaning out junk for him to sit in the passenger seat <laughs> that I still had my uh, my Rick costume and my pass my back seat so i have this lab coat and gun but there's like that blue fright wig so i just i got the car i was like yeah i'm sorry it looks like i murdered a clown in my back seat so i have just the remnants <laughs> of of rick in the back seat of my car oh. um so i'm just sure if i drive through a drive through people are just going to see like just the clothes and the hair and they're going to wonder about they're me. Be like, what the hell is this guy's side job? Yeah, I should just slowly just put the wig on whenever I go to order. Like, just go <laughs> and, and like order, and then I like, hand on my card, and then I turn back. I'm wearing the wig. Yeah, like that. I think that would that be would be I'd... good. When <laughs> so, they're like, what the hell? Um, so, got a lot to get to. A lot of good news. Also, just so you guys are aware, pay attention. We're going to have some uh, some Black Friday deals. Oh yeah. Like, so I don't know um, who's out there shopping, or maybe you listen to this after Black Friday, but you're either going to get the scoop or you're going to get. You know, let down because you missed out. Yeah, there's some good stuff, and I, I promise, just keep listening. And we'll have some uh, some amazing deals. This is what. everyone I'm, I'm really proud that you didn't announce it but yeah <laughs> but you got used to me you got used to me not I did. announcing the buttons um no i was gonna say and i'm right i was jumping to news <laughs> it's irrelevant it's irrelevant now. What, what were you gonna say i don't even remember honestly oh so okay. what I were we talking about black friday deals black friday deals oh no um, i was gonna say this is why you should always be sitting by your phone aka the internet to see when the new episode comes out yeah right absolutely uh you'll get the scoop on yeah like black friday deals should we give them a tease right now of like a wonderful deals that yeah, are coming or do we want to wait a minute let's make them wait a minute okay, do, yeah. do you ever watch how they do the news they tell you yeah what's Sorry. what what house some household item in your house will kill you this yeah. letter. It's like one of these cups ah, of water will has cancer. We don't know which one. I could one. be dying right now, but I need to watch this to are, find out. Are your children out playing with tigers right now? News at eleven. News like, 11. You know. <laughs> what deadly cat is playing with your tigers? <laughs> Not the tigers, <laughs> no. Um, so big news today is uh, the Marvel Civil War trailer, Captain America Civil War, uh, dropped, and everybody lost their goddamn minds. Is what happened. Like I, I like my news, my my Facebook news feed was like everybody, everybody was posting it, and everybody kept talking about it. And mm-hmm. it's just, I, I mean, yeah, I have a lot of friends that have similar interests, but it was it was interesting to see. The people that I know, just they like going to movies with people that were honestly just like excited, and they kept posting the same things it, over and over again. Everybody's response to it that I saw across the internet was just like, what? I mean, it was conflicted. There were people that were excited that were like 
fans of who read the book. There were people that were angry. They're like, why? Why would you make me choose? Like, yeah. I, I told you about, like, I have a group of friends who, you know, we talk about, like, a bunch of stuff. But there's, like, my, uh, one of my friends, is a, he's a big comic guy, too. And then there's a couple other guys in the, the group thread. And they're, they like comic movies, but they're not into comics as much. But it, it's already split. Like, people are <laughs> siding with Iron Man, siding with Cap. Like, it's like, I mean, you know, yeah. not to ruin it for anybody that doesn't know what's coming, but it's like, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of known. I mean, they, okay. I'll, I'll give them credit that so far it seems like the big crux of this is the winter soldier. Yeah. Uh, that's what I got from the trailer. And I think um, it's a smart move because like having him be the rogue element because they set that up at the end of winter soldier where he's kind of off doing his own thing. Right. And I think, um, like a lot of people were going to, th- going to like think that they were going to do like the super superhero registration act which it doesn't look like they're going to do as much well i mean you see which by the way did you remember that that was uh thunderbolt ross yeah, they, yeah. They it brought, took me a minute to remember like i saw him cast i mean john hurt being coming in again yeah. as thunderbolt ross but i saw the trailer i'm like was that, that guy looks familiar who William is that Not john, john hurt. hurt sorry William john hurt, you're right yeah, yeah whatever yeah, the, you know the, the hurt men you know um <laughs> I don't know. The, yeah, it's Thunderbolt the same Ross guy who back. played Thunderbolt yeah. Ross from the Hulk, which the Edward Norton Hulk. Yeah, yeah, which um, is cool. So I just, I at first, it took me a second. I'm like, I, I should know who this guy is, and it just, uh, but I think that they're bringing in the registration act, right? That's how they're doing it. I they don't have know. to. We'll see. Because they say you need to be held accountable, like right. the whole thing, and it looks like there's some kind of like, and I know it's just a trailer, so they're leading you. You don't know what to expect, but there's it looks like a large like, not terrorist attack, but something happens that supposedly the Winter Soldier is responsible for, even though it looks like he wasn't. So it's interesting that they're bringing in um, something gone awry, which is kind of how Civil War started, with the, the New Warriors doing a reality TV show, yeah. and they, they, they bit off more than they school. could chew. Yeah. And, yeah, and I think it's an interesting way of like truncating that whole thing and dropping it right into what's going on with the Marvel movies. It's a good, it's a good call. Yeah. Um, didn't see any of Baron Zemo. Uh, Zemo, or did we? I don't know. I yeah, don't or did we? Yeah, we didn't see anything of Baron Zemo. Who's under the Black Panther mask? You don't know. It could be Baron Zemo. <laughs> yeah, Black Black Panther looked amazing in that. He did. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like, this is the first time, well, I mean, okay, I, that I could think of in the Mar- the Disney Marvel movies where you have just a full-on face mask, like other than Iron Man, which that makes sense, right? Because yeah. you have to have... You know, it's Iron Man, but this Somebody is like a full... something where they could breathe or... Yeah, and you know. this is like, how, how are you going to get emoting out of that and it has to be well, it has to be body language and, and dialogue right i think that's one of the cool things with like panther is, is um like his his facial expression isn't there so he's he's a lot more serious and you don't know what he's thinking right and, and as long as they still have him more as i mean it looks like he's fighting alongside captain america in this i don't know for sure though but they i know he was supposed to be playing the role until they had spider-man in here announced later that he was kind of filling that role that he had in civil war like where between torn between sides and yeah. he was kind of like um he was going to be the the viewer standpoint i'm sure that he was like the the third party right so i don't know it looks badass some of the brief action looks badass like mm-hmm. how how much cooler could you make falcon look when yeah. he's doing that spin flip kicking people it's yeah. like like that's awesome and then the whole like winter soldier captain america iron man that, like, that 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 fight was just ridiculous at the end. I think that was the the culmination of the trailer for a lot of people when they just saw like Cap fighting Iron Man with Bucky and it yeah. was just like, whoa. Like you, you get a you get a good perspective of Iron Man's power that it takes like two on one with him. Yeah. But then like just like, oh my gosh, like these guys are fe- you know, Avengers that were fighting together side by side, now they're fighting each other. And it all comes down to friendship. Like he's like, but he's my friend. He's like 
you were my friend too. Like it was yeah. just, a, it makes sense, but it's like, oh man, that's. Hopefully they tie it up well like they did in the comic. Oh yeah. Because the confession at the end of Civil War is, is probably really heart-wrenching. Well, in the way the Civil War kind of like the aftermath, I think, uh, I mean, I'm not going to ruin anything for people who don't know what happens there. Yeah. But it, it just basically shows that like uh, Marvel, I think Marvel knows what they're doing. I mean, they know, they've known what they're doing, but with Infinity War and I think the stakes are going to be raised. Mm-hmm. And I think it starts with uh, Civil War. I think, uh, I don't think everybody's making it out. No, I don't either. Yeah, and I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna thin the herd a little. Yeah, and, and not just because. Uh, I think it would be a good story. I think. I think it definitely has some little like like uh, behind the scenes stuff. I mean, there's well, actors could, and could, contracts. Yeah, as I say, after I mean, how many more times can you pay Robert Downey Jr. more than you exactly. made paid before? You know, and and Chris Evans was like linked to that deal, and it's like his own deal. He's My making a want. Prediction is they're gonna flip it. You know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, list. yeah, 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 yeah. I think they're going. I bet you they'll flip it. I'd still be that would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I'm excited. Like I was telling Joe, like I'm more excited for this than I am Star Wars. Which that doesn't like I, I'm excited for Star Wars, but uh, Winter Soldier I was hopeful for and it blew me away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Winter Soldier more than I like the Age of Ultron. Like it just it felt more for as ridiculous as having a super soldier and a guy with wings and all this other stuff going on. It felt really grounded. And very like of the time, and it's like, oh, there's some really big stakes going on here. And to seeing the Civil War trailer, it still also feels grounded. I don't know how to explain that. It feels it is over the top, but if the the biggest thing, and I was, I was telling Joe this when we we're watching Jessica Jones, which I finished, he's close to finishing it. Really good. People should watch it. Marvel gets street level so much. Like they, you can have powers, you can have things going on, but it feels like these, this is a world that's lived in. While yeah. I like the CW and we're going to talk, we have some news about them in a second. Um, I, I like arrow. I think the flash is a good time. None of it feels real. Right. You know, and that's okay. But I, I know we'll get into Jessica Jones probably at our main bit with the Netflix thing. So, Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm all over the place. Here, so, uh, second bit of news, uh, Kind of goes back to something we talked about a couple weeks ago with the MST3K Kickstarter, which they have met their original their initial goal. So I think they're going forward now trying to see as many episodes as they can get funded. Um, they have announced who's going to be the part of the human in the cast that's with the two robots, and then also who the villain is. And the guy they cast is uh, Jonah Ray, who uh, he is a comedian. He is associated with Chris Hardwick on The Nerdist. He's he's really funny. He's on right, um, really laid back. It it kind of makes sense that he'd be perfect for this where it's more, he's very much a good reactionary comedian. Like he says stuff when people are talking and he kind of can throw in and it's really funny. And it, that's the kind of environment that you want. Um, you're going to need somebody who can riff or ad lib or, yeah. or do any type of like, uh, um, absolutely. Because I mean, I think they're going to do this more comedy. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's, uh, um, Joel Hodgson, like he, he was more about like just doing it, like doing it live and recording everything all together and having the riffs happen and be more organic. Whenever Nelson was more, you got to write it all out and plan it. Um, so I think he's looking more for a reactionary like setup, like I it think, was originally. Yeah, I mean, I think the non-scripted stuff usually tends to grab more laughs because it's just like it, you get real wit there. Yeah, um, and so then the bad guy that is the person who subjugates. Uh, the human and his robot companions to all the different terrible movies is going to be played by Felicia Day. And I think that is inspired and wonderful. Yeah. 
and I'm just tickled. Then they're going to make her a, a relative of one of the other henchmen, just because just to show that the bloodlines going on, and she's also a forester, and she's a, uh, you know, going to just be just as crazy as the rest of them. I think that's awesome. I love Felicia Day. I, I don't know anybody who doesn't like Felicia Day. And they, they haven't announced the henchman yet. There's going to be a henchman that goes along with her. So I don't know. Everyone's hoping it's Patton Oswalt, and I would absolutely love it. Patton, Patton Oswalt, Oswalt would be amazing. I don't know if it's going to be him, but that would be amazing. And I and I um I'm excited. At first, I was kind of iffy about the idea of having a new cast, quote unquote. But you know, this is the this would be the the third time they've done this. You know, like you go to the 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 Mike Nelson years. That was a different him and different voice actors for the robots. So I have no problem with this format being updated with um I, I don't want younger people. Maybe it's not the right way to say it, but it's yeah. going to be a new take. Young people, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get off my lawn, no. you know. Um, I think they're going to give it its own identity, and I think that's fine. I think the format's a good format. I think it's going to be fun, and I know it's in good hands, so I'm excited for it. Okay. All right. <laughs> You're so, like, yeah, moving on, whatever. No, I, I'm excited for it, too. Yeah. Uh, and then I know Joe's excited for the third thing we're going to talk about, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, CW has a full, a bigger full, full trailer. trailer yeah. Which I watched it a couple days ago, and it's like, it's incredible. It looks like they've come mm. s- like leaps and bounds in terms of like superhero television shows. It looks like it's Avengers that meets Doctor Who. Yeah. I was kind of... And I mean that as a compliment on both ends. Like, I read the premise of it, and I was just kind of like, okay. And then after watching the first trailer where you got to see, like, the culmination of all the, 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 the superhero team, like, I was like, this is a really good superhero team. I mean, like, I've watched Arrow and Flash now, and they've got Team Arrow and Team Flash, but there's always, like, you know, your, your... I don't want to say run of the mill people, but like, no, like you've you've got Flash and you know he's got his people, and then you've got Arrow and and most of the other vigilante people. But like everybody on it, <laughs> vigilante uh, people, vigilante people. But everybody on like Legends of Tomorrow, it's just like you know the Adam. You've got like you know uh, Captain Cold, Firestorm, Heat Wave. You got Hawkman, Hulk Girl. Yeah, and, and then uh, like, White Canary, White Canary, which I like. I mean, like I. <laughs> I got to say this about the Canaries, because I know there are a lot of people out there that I've talked to about Arrow. Nobody I have met is a Laurel Lance fan. No one. No, no. And I'm excited. I feel bad, because I think she's coming to the Cleveland like Wizard World, because they, they, uh, there's some Arrow stuff going on that's at some of them. Good for her. So I have... <laughs> they may not, because, like, I mean, it's Cleveland, so who might come? But I know Stephen Amell and her, the actress that plays that character. Oh, I would go meet Stephen Amell in a heartbeat. They, they've been doing some of the Wizard World stuff, so it's like, there's a chance that... Um, that they'll be in Cleveland. Who knows, right? Yeah. If Stephen Amell's there, yeah. But it's like, I, yeah, I'll be I, like, oh, your arrow and all oh, your girl that cries every episode yeah. that had a drinking problem for for a half second in the show, and suddenly yeah. that's a defining characteristic. And you went and took like you know some boxing lessons, and you can fight super crime now. She's better as a, a vigilante, definitely. Um, well, considering first season Laurel, I mean, I could have a whole podcast yeah. about Black Canary, like her sister and her, like yeah. like like Sarah. Like, I enjoyed her as Black Canary so much better. And, like, Laurel, I just can't get behind. She's, you're right. She has gotten better from season one, but it's just kind of... The thing that cracks me up is that she has... Um, and it's from the comics. Like, the Canary has that sonic scream, sonic that, scream that, yeah. that, you know, that causes glass shatter. People freak out, whatever. And at first, it was like a little, like, uh, like a bomb that they yeah, roll she, in. Yeah, they threw right? a grenade out, yeah. Yeah, but now that she, um, she has her tech updated, it's a collar on her neck that she can scream it, right? And I just can only think that every time that they're shooting a scene, it's like, hey, Laurel... We need you to do the canary cry. She just runs out all menacingly and was all like, 
<laughs> and like just just like just I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's if you're filming it live. I don't see how that would be powerful think, at all. I think the scream. I don't like the scream. I would no. have rather they've kept it a bomb or just maybe something she could have emitted because she looks so weird screaming. It does, and it's just like if, if she jumps up there. I want to talk about feelings. And everyone's like, no, let's just get out of here. But um, I, at least they got a canary into Legend tomorrow, and I yeah. like that. Um, are you caught up on Arrow? Uh, I'm. I think I'm three episodes into season four. I'm not. A, oh, I'm so, not all super caught. So, up. I will, alert! There is a canary that comes. I back. know. I well, no, no, no. I know that white canary <laughs> comes back. Um, like that. That was kind of foreseen because of all the stuff with legends of tomorrow yeah they, they didn't stuff, really so. it's like whenever they show the teaser last year it's like oh she's gonna have a lazarus pit i wonder where this is coming from you yeah. know uh, but she has a bloodlust that she's dealing with so it's like she has to fight this urge to kill people so it's gonna be interesting if they're gonna balance that whole thing where it's like we're good guys don't kill anybody yeah um and then you got the well, you know the captain cold and heat wave and heat wave is just he is just a psychopath right so that'll be fun it'll be a lot of fun plus they're time traveling it's not just like a group of superheroes they're isn't, time isn't traveling the time traveling guy isn't he from doctor who the actor they said he's from doctor who he looked like he was from yeah doctor and he's who. just a british guy and yeah. he's just like i'm british and we're going through time together that's who you want don't go with my tardis it's not a tardis definitely definitely not a tardis but yeah. it looked really cool. I was like, wow, this looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. And they're going to fight the master, a.k.a. Vandal Savage. Yeah. <laughs> if they end up in London at any time, it's just going to be like, oh, crap. It's going to just be London. It's something bad's going to happen. But I'm excited. It looks like a good, fun romp with some high stakes. It doesn't look like it's going to be drama every five seconds. Like, Arrow can get really dark and gloomy. And it's good, but it can be a bit... It can wear you down. Flash has been fun, even though there's been some dramatic elements. Yeah. And I think Legends of Tomorrow is just going to be off the rails crazy in a lot of ways. But, and I, I hope it is. So I'm excited for it. Yeah. So there you go. Some DC love for you people. Yeah. Yeah. So um, before we get on to the main thing, should we bust out some, some Black Friday? Yeah. Let's hit, a, let's hit a Black Friday deal. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, <laughs> Let's 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 start with some some more known places that people shop at. So Target has a Black Friday deal. So Friday only at Target. Um, if you spend seventy five dollars or more, you get a free Falcon. That's awesome. Yeah, um, I don't know how many people are in the market for a Falcon, but geez, that's a good deal. I mean. I don't know what kind of licensing you need to get or any type of training. Does or it come with the leather glove and then the little uh, like the leather hat. hat that you put I don't, on? Yeah. I don't think so. So I think that might be the catch and the, 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 the bait and switch. It's like you get a free hawk, but it costs $75 to buy the hawk equipment. Right. You're not just going to walk out of there with that thing. Otherwise, you're going to have lacerations on your forearm. Do you think people would come in to get the free falcon? That if they have small children, the falcon may take the children away. No, not, not children. No. No, Falcons can't really carry children. Now, a brown eagle probably. But what if it was a number of Falcons? Like, what if they all teamed if up? If they worked in, in co- <laughs> yeah, if they worked, like, coherently, yeah, that would be that would be terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what would you name your Falcon if you had a Falcon? Oh, um, oh, shoot, that would be, uh, I mean, I'd, I'd call him Blue because of, like, you blue. know, because the Blue Falcon, it's a really lame name. Yeah. Or Ted, Ted, Ted the Falcon. Ted the Falcon. Yeah. What's the ones I, I saw? Well, I told you I liked Feather Locklear. Well, that's a good one. I saw that one. That was funny. Um, I I would probably have to go with Xerxes. I think that's Xerxes. a solid Falcon name. <laughs> oh, Xerxes. Um, why do I? Okay, you're gonna you're gonna. Why do I know Xerxes? Xerxes the Falcon. He's. Oh, well, that was on Family Guy. Was that on Fal- That was Family was. Guy. Yeah. But I I heard that and I was like, God, that is a good Falcon name. That is a good Falcon name. Like I yeah. want to get a Falcon just to name it Xerxes. Yes. Well. <laughs> Wasn't it also the the zookeeper on Futurama? He had a falcon on his shoulder, 
and he asked for the the quantum gem world and they, like they're like he was like three feet away and he had the falcon go grab it and they're like that seemed kind of pointless <laughs> <laughs> um so so yeah. falcons free falcons on friday yeah. um I don't know if there's a time. I'm sure they have a limit on Falcons. I'm sure they probably run out of them. So you guys probably want to get down there if you guys want to get your Falcon. Yeah. So uh, definitely check that out. And we're going to have some more Black Friday deals as we go along. And now for our feature presentation. So uh, tomorrow is uh, the day of mass consumption. You got your turkey. You got your your sides. You got desserts. And you got... um, you know, family awkwardness that you get your fill of. It, it's all about excess. It's all about sitting still. It's all about the zoning out. So we figured that would yeah. be this is the best time to celebrate all things binge worthy of like binging people TV just, shows. People just look forward to Thanksgiving every year to just eat like pray as, and love as much as much no, <laughs> as much food as they can and justify it by that date. So there's a lot of binging. What's your favorite Thanksgiving food, real quick? Uh, I guess pumpkin pie. Like, um, like that's kind of cliche-ish, I guess. That's not, that's not, I mean, like turkey. Like, what do you like? What are you going to say about Thanksgiving? Is like your favorite? Well, thing? no, like, you just, can't. Like, I don't want to say turkey because you but, can get turkey like any time. Like pumpkin pie only. You know, you can't get a pumpkin pie like in the middle of like March. No, but you can start getting it evidently like you know I mean, late August. Yeah, everything's you, pumpkin now. Ever? I mean, you can make one, but I mean, it's it's just more common. But yeah, I, and I, I I am a fan of a good ham. Like I like a good honey ham. Really, I'm not a fan. I'm not a ham fan. You're not a ham fan. No man. Why aren't you a ham fan? I don't know. I love Ham's bacon. Great. I love bacon. I love. I love like ribs, pork ribs, pork See, chops. Are you like okay? Uh, I I have a real problem with like I like turkey day of. Mm-hmm. I hate leftover turkey though. It gets, I hate it, leftover. It gets anything. weird. It gets weird. I don't want to deal with it. Everybody I know. Like if I go somewhere, it's like I'm not a leftover. Like, do you want a box? No, no. <laughs> That's gonna sit. some stuff maybe, but not like it's yeah. just turkey. Is like I can't do turkey sandwiches after. I can't do like my mom would sometimes do like a turkey gravy. So it's like oh, it's warmed up and it's better. I just can't do leftover turkey. Yeah. Leftover ham all day until until my early death because of all the ham I'll be. But eating. ham stays good cold. It can't yeah. really go bad. Like yeah, turkey, so, turkey you want warm. Nah, it's just right out of the oven. White meat turkey is the greatest thing in the world. Uh, yeah. And then you fall asleep. And See, now we're cold. talking about the food. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> and it, yeah. I, I got we're, we're totally, totally ready for Thanksgiving. <laughs> so anyway, what we were thinking, like, what do you binge on other than Thanksgiving Day food? Uh, television shows. Now, yeah, that I, yeah. like we like I was thinking about this when we're because I because Joe and I were talking about like, what should we do? And you want to tie it to the holiday. And I was like, well, maybe, maybe this, this topic of like binge watching TV shows, because it seems to be a big thing. Last week we, we talked about Jessica Jones and that's all I did this past weekend was sit on the couch and just zone out. Mm -hmm. And I, I think I crushed like the first eight episodes day one. And then I had to stop because my brain couldn't take anymore. And then like slowly through the rest of the weekend, I just watched an episode here and there, you know, because it's just like, it was so good. Um, I did that with Daredevil. Uh, I sometimes shows get their hooks in me and I just, I just watch them until I'm done with them. Um, this is a recent thing. And by recent, I mean probably the past three or four years where uh, beforehand, if you wanted to like just mass consume something, you'd have to go find physical copies of it. And we worked in the wonderful video store industry and people would come in and rent like a season of a show and have to pay all this money and then bring it back within like three days and then have to keep renting. So it discs. kind of preset them to start binging a little bit, but then people get mad if like there was only two copies of a certain disc yeah. and then it'd be checked out and people had to wait. Yeah, so Remember, the people, like, people who wouldn't so binge, yeah. the non-bingers would mess up the bingers. Yeah, like like yeah. there was times where there was discs missing a Battlestar, and people would be so mad. Yeah, 
When is it coming back? It's like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny. I read about how Netflix uh, kind of does this. There was a study that they did, and I think like 61% of the people uh, that they tested for what the study they did with TV shows on Netflix, they binge watch. So, which meaning they do anywhere from three to four episodes at a time. Yeah. So they devote like sometimes four hours to sit down and watch TV. And part of it, I, you know, part of it is because like the format for which TV shows are made nowadays are, are almost set to binge. Like they do air the way they do. But, um, if you look at like, like, let's take, um, like the example I, I read was like, um, Dallas, Okay. Like the cliffhanger, like of who shot JR. Yeah. Like that was stretched out. That created a lot of drama. Like yeah. nowadays, like if you find, if JR got shot and then you immediately jump into the next episode before watching even any, any end credits of Dallas, it kind of loses its. Well, a good example right now drama. is the, the whole Glenn thing that happened with The Walking Dead recently. Right. Well, they, they do that well enough now. I yeah. Mean, there's not but the that was still like three gone. episodes, and, and people yeah. in real time for the past three weeks have been freaking out about it. But when this comes out on Netflix next year, it's like you'll you'll find out in a matter of like a couple hours what right. happened. But, but what they do now is, un- unlike what they did with a lot of TV shows before, is they would trickle in so many like other backstories and things like that. So like Game of Thrones, like if you watch game, if you binge watch Game of Thrones, you get like literally a smorgasbord of just stories between different characters. Yeah. So you don't have like a like a single like um like straight uh like story involving just a couple characters. And if you give an hour, like you don't even get like necessarily a theme of that hour for like Game of Thrones. It's like it's just a continuation of each thread it and flows it moves a into lot, yeah. and then and then generally like there's a midpoint in the season and then the end of the season where stuff kinda comes to a head. But for the most part it's just like this overlapping, overlapping, overlapping. But what you're saying, and I agree, is that also the other thing, too, is about the nature of television before was like with Dallas, let's say that that was a popular show. But generally back then, they wanted it to be where if you happen to catch an episode of Dallas midway through a season, that one episode would give you enough information to set you up for the whole show. Yeah. Now that's like, you know, you, you can go. It's like it's just you. Good luck. Who's yeah. Who's this guy? Yeah. You and know, so there's like, a lot of stuff introduced. Watching the second season of The Wire and you're just like wait what happened yeah and there's a lot of resetting right because yeah. like i mean it's a trope now and especially it's guilty in a lot of um sitcoms where they always everybody's right back to where they were at the start right like the simpsons do it, it all resets the time. yeah you get you get your half hour you get your whole story it doesn't matter if you missed last episode yeah and but now though like i think and it, you're right like um i'll give you a good example is uh there's that show that unbreakable kimmy schmidt that is on netflix but was originally uh, scheduled for nbc um, and it was supposed to be an actual broadcast show, and then NBC changed their mind, and Netflix swooped in and said, we'll buy it. And it's a half-hour sitcom, and each episode is still good by itself. I, I actually watched it all really quickly. I watched quickly. a couple of them. I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, and you can still enjoy each episode independently, but there is an actual overall story that goes through the season, mm-hmm. and it, it does pay off, but you don't have to actually watch. I don't know. It, it kind of lends itself to you could pick up each episode and kind of enjoy the the conflict that Kimmy is having in that you know and that's that's a that's a tough act to follow but in terms of binge watching though like could you imagine like I know Breaking Bad people did you know go with it for the 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 four seasons it was on the air or five seasons five seasons right yeah um, five um, but I know I didn't get started until like season three and I got caught up so same thing with Battlestar like I didn't start at the beginning. 
because I wasn't sure how I felt about it. And then you converted me like to so many things that you do. Um, and then I got hooked and I had to wait. Paul, um, try this crocodile. No. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's so good. Oh, oh no, yeah. I'm not dead. I'm falling apart. Yeah. Um, but you were right. So good. Well, like. I like his older stuff better. I, can't, I think I can't remember if I was talking to you or somebody else because uh, I, I, I can compare this to like because StarCraft just released Legacy of the Void and I started playing that. And that three-part series of StarCraft Two has been spaced out over five years. And I've I started the journey all the way back from the original StarCraft in like the, the late 90s. <laughs> so like to have that story span that amount of time, the the – the weight of the story is heavier for me yeah. when, when things happen or when, you know, c- characters come back, you know, get a little emotional about stuff. Like if a character dies or if something happens, it's more impactful. And I feel like television will still have that great um, uh, ability like that if you give it the time that it actually comes out. Like uh, Like Breaking Bad, for example. Like if you started Breaking Bad from season one, I think back in 2008... Um, you followed Walter all the way through his his journey, and it was like a um, a slow journey for you. I think yeah. if you go through a faster journey, the story is still enjoyable, but it may not be as impactful. Well, yeah, I mean, like, uh, and I have two examples I think that kind of helped nudge us into the binge era, and I'll get to that in a second. But like, just using Battlestar as an example, like we ended up catching like you got me caught up. I watched season three; it was on, and then there was that big delay for like writer strike, all the other stuff that happened for season four. And it was broken into the two halves and the second half didn't come out until like the next year. Yeah. Which again, why do you call it season four when it's, this, it's season five? It's, yeah. This, it was like 4.2. And I'm like, this five. is like 30 episodes. Like, yeah. why don't you just call it five? Yeah. Um, but it was like almost every week it was like, Oh, did you just see what happened? It's like, Oh my goodness. Gata has no leg. What is going on now? Like right. just very, and like we got to experience that. But if you rush through all that, it probably has a different texture. And especially when the last that last bit where it, it it might even be better to watch it faster than let space out because some of that stuff when it kind of happens you're like okay I can move on while there we had to ruminate on it and the ending was kind of you know I don't know like yeah I it, I think that was a, a good one to to I, I think it's a good one to binge but it was interesting at the time because there was a lot of discussion between episodes I'm sure the same thing's going on right now with Wet Walking Dead Game of Thrones generates that kind of discussion but the two shows I want to say that I think helped usher in the age of binge watching one was family guy because it was canceled and you had the, the the dvds right and the dvd sales is what prompted that to come back to uh it was on comedy central right late night and then uh, adult swim it, adult swim adult yeah adult swim i'll never forget like that's funny you should bring up Ca- family guy because i'll never forget like i watched two episodes of family guy when it aired on fox originally <laughs> and i to me i was just kind of like uh, this show wants to be the simpsons and i'm like it's yeah. kind of funny i'm like whatever Totally dismissed it. Then later on when I was like in college and I would be like late night on my computer, have the TV on in the background. Of course, Adult Swim would be on. And then that show would just kick it off. And it was just like they would rerun the same shows almost like binge watching. Yeah. And I those shows became because there was only like two or three seasons that they had before they got canceled. It was three seasons. You're right. And like it was always the same episodes. Like you knew which one Mm -hmm. was coming on. You'd be like, oh, great. You know, it's it's you know, it's the first chicken fight episode. So, you you know, you were kind of like, that's one of my favorites. I'm glad that one's on tonight. Yeah. So that did usher that in because like, you know, once that that came out, it was like you you always were like excited to watch more Family Guy. Well, and then I think because since the DVD sales prompted to get back to TV, I think it was because people bought it and actually watched it all like boom, 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 Mm -hmm. boom. And I think a show like that, like um, 
and this is not the same comparison because I think the I think the far side is way more nuanced and funnier than Family Guy is. But um, even like um, Gary Larson admits that there's a certain effect when you put all his cartoons in one book. Like you'll start kind of rolling through and it's like it's kind of funny. But then as you keep going, you're just like in stitches because it kind of starts piling up. And it's like the absurdity of it. And like, so like by the end of the book, you're just, you're dying. And so it's like, it's a good cumulative effect. The other show I want to say, I think helped edge us into this binge era is lost because yeah. like, remember when we were working at the, at, I, the, at the, you know, the, yeah. the dark castle that is a blockbuster when the next season would come out, people would just jump to get caught up and get all the seat, like get the previous season to smash it because there's so much information going on. Cause that show, there was the flashbacks, but the story itself was very, like it was kind of like stuff now where like it wouldn't necessarily have a one hour that made sense, but it would lead into everything else. Yeah. So the story is very connected. I remember, yeah, Lost actually. That's funny you should bring that up because I remember, um, God, was I was I working at Blockbuster back then? I think I was. I think I went. At we work. were on the island and it kept moving, and people were like, "You got well, lost." I'm like, "No, we're on this moving well, island." My, my girlie was there. <laughs> my girlfriend at the time she. Um, she had gotten the, the, the box the first season okay. of Lost. And I remember, I think I got up and I worked, I think I had like a 10 or a 12-hour shift. But I got up and she started Lost. And I came home and she was still watching Lost. And I'm like, oh, my <laughs> God. Like, what 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 is going on? And she, oh, the show's so good. And I'm like, oh, you just basically watched Lost all day. So that was like the first season of Lost was kind of like, my era too into like the binge watching like after that i watched lost like on um uh like tv like regular but mm-hmm. yeah like that first season it was like because it came out and that was the same way with dexter like i i did i bring yeah. i binged dexter the first season of dexter when it came out because it's like you don't necessarily pick up on some shows like right away well that and, and our time is so finite in terms of just like what you do for your entertainment mm-hmm. that like um, there, there's two shows that I gave chances in the first season. Uh, one was Life on Mars, and it had its moments, but it got canceled. Um, and they wrapped it up, whatever. And then the other show is that Almost Human that had Carl Urban and uh, Michael Early, where yeah. he was the the robot with the robot. That was cop, a pretty cool show. You know, so robot cops, but it was a cool show, but it didn't get picked up. So I like that I watched it, but it's almost like not that I wasted my time, but it's just it. You only have so much. So if something gets picked up again, there's something internal in my head saying, well, that might be worth checking out because right. it was good enough to get picked up for a second, for a second season. second season, yeah. yeah. I, I, Which that's a very American way to look at something because in, in other countries, one season might be good enough for a story. I tried to do the Blacklist. Like I got through half the first season of Blacklist because I love James Spader. Yeah. And I, I had a hard time. I know a lot of people will probably think I'm crazy because they're like, oh, I know a lot of people rave about Blacklist. And Blacklist was good, but there were certain elements of Blacklist I didn't like. <laughs> So. I, I have not given it a chance. Like, but like a, a good example there is Hannibal. Like everybody was over the mood about Hannibal. Well, the seven people that watched it. Um, and I'm always like, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And it's just now. And I think I am part of the reason why it got canceled, you know, like, like cause <laughs> I didn't watch it. it. Yeah. It's like, and, but it got three seasons and everyone says it was really, really good. And I'm like, yeah, I'll, yeah, maybe. And I was like, it's on my list. Like right now, my big confession, um, that I want to get to is Fargo. People are going crazy about that show. Yeah. Um, they said it's really, really good. They said Billy Bob Thornton in the first season is like Loki. Like he's just this agent of chaos. And like, I'm like, I can get down with that. And the second season's like set in the like, uh, late seventies, early eighties where Bruce Campbell plays, uh, Ronald Reagan. So it's like, it sounds really, I kind of, I, but here's the other confession though, to go with that though. I have never seen the movie Fargo. 
I've never seen Fargo. Either. I own Fargo. I, I've had it's it for like four years, it. and I could bring it in and show uh, it to you right now. I haven't seen that. So uh, before we go further into uh, more binge watching, we, we have another wonderful Black Friday deal. All right, so this Black Friday deal, this is from GameStop. This is a doorbuster. So when they open their doors, the first thing, it's, it's very important. Uh, from the 8.36 a.m. to 8.41 a.m. So you got approximately five minutes. That's a small window. Five minutes. They open earlier than 8.36, just so yeah, you know. Yeah, like 8.34. So you, you have to physically be in the store at 8.36. Yeah. All PSP games and UMDs are eight ninety nine a pound. That's a good deal. But... In order to qualify for that, you must buy an HDVD copy of King Kong. <laughs> HDVD copy of King Kong. You know, because... I mean, what if they don't have one? Well, then I'm sure you could probably get um, one of the other four HDVD movies that they put out. Yeah. But that's not a bad deal for eight ninety nine a pound. I think almonds cost more than that. <laughs> I mean, UMDs, like... I you know like how much does those those weigh? I mean like you guys it, could get a lot. Like you could stock up on on like every UMD. You could get every PSP game that was a port of a PS2 game that didn't look quite as good or play quite as well, but on PSP. Yeah, yeah. So that's a good deal. You could actually get a couple. Like get them for your friends. You could get like your you stocking get, stuffers are pretty much taken care of. You can get like three hundred copies of Luminous. That would be amazing, and then yeah. you could stack them and watch them disappear. Uh, so that's a good deal. So. Um, then so you could play Pogs. Like for, you guys remember Pogs? Bring it back. You could break open the UMD case and actually use them as Pogs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, Pog, you know, here's my UMD Slammer. Here's my uh, my PSP movie copy of Napoleon Dynamite Slammer. <laughs> so eight ninety nine a pound U, uh, PSP and UMD movies. Yes. So um, with in regards to binge watching, will you um, sometimes now just kind of crush a show because it's there as opposed to actually being interested in it because i do that sometimes no or, like i have a passing interest where i'm like i'll i'll watch this I've, and then i've found myself like i'll binge watch new shows and then like like once i get to it's weird i think i'm trained to just binge watch because like i'll binge watch new shows for like a season or two and then like the third season will be out and it'll just be like business as usual yeah like i'll give you an example like me and my girlfriend we watch new girl yeah and the first two seasons i was kind of like this is kind of funny i like these guys uh jake johnson i like him he's a funny guy zoe deschanel's not bad she's pretty funny um but like after the second season like she's better than her older brother that's on bones but anyway her sister not her brother (laughs) oh i see what you did there Oh, you know. no. All right, anyway. The gangly bony one. Yeah. That's on bones. So, um, <laughs> I can't so mean. Uh, <laughs> but, um, no, no, no. So, like, like the, then we got caught up to, like, when they actually aired on TV. So, we, we watched our bones audience, by the way. We watch them on Hulu. Yeah. And, like, after a while, I was just kind of like, eh. Like, I don't know if it was the season writing or what, but I was just kind of like, I kind of getting sick of waiting for these. I don't want to like watch it. Like I kind of would like to let some of them back up, you yeah, know. And I, I feel that way. I'm starting to get that way about Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, I I do watch that regularly just because I I am entertained. But the one show that I keep putting on the back burner and I shouldn't because I'm we're, I'm afraid it's going to get canceled is uh, the Last Man on Earth. Um, the Wolf I watched I watched three episodes of that couldn't get into it. Oh, it get it's awkward and funny and just it's just it's different. See. And I, and should, I love um, Christian Schaal. Uh, I just, I mean, she's great just being herself, but then she's also um, freaking on Bob's Burgers as um, Louise. Louise, and yeah. it's just, 
I don't know. She tickles me because her, her just her her delivery of lines is just amazing. I I should never do that though because like I did that with Breaking Bad. Like I watched the first season with Breaking Bad and I was just like eh. <laughs> and like I remember everybody, you know how everybody is about Breaking Bad. Yeah. Like oh my god, you have to watch it. Like Breaking Bad is literally the meth of TV shows. No pun intended. But like, um, I can't remember who it was. Got me to got me to be like you know pick up season two. Give it another try, and then like like I think it was when Jessica Jones um, <laughs> got killed or died by by, by uh, you know yeah, yeah some of you may not get that reference so it's not a spoiler um, super uh, strong yeah but um, but chokes on her own vomit I I totally like like that totally just kind of blew my mind and I was just like after that those hooks were in me deep yeah I was just like whoa that's dark and I was yeah in the same thing I mean you said Jessica Jones but like the hooks on that show yeah when you like it doesn't have to be like that though like it's it's made for Netflix and there's like there's a little segment of stories but those they're writing it like it's a broadcast show so it always ends on a note of like I gotta watch the next yes, one. They do leave it so that it's like, yeah. Um, and Jessica Jones right now is really, really good. It's very dark, very real, very um, in in a visceral sense. Like it's not real, like you know, Doctor Who can control your mind, real, <laughs> but or that that um, Kristen Ritter can lift a car. I mean, David Tennant just controls my heart. It's not my mind. <laughs> yeah, he's uh. got my heart and my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, no, it's a very good. Daredevil is another one. Like you know, not like Daredevil. Like blew me away. Yeah, like I was. I binged I, that one. I, I sometimes watch so much TV that like my mind feels gray the rest of the day, and I can't even think right. I'm yeah. just like, this is probably not healthy, but I'll do it. And I think the broad or the Netflix series of the of Marvel's collection versus their movies are very. Um, like like you said, street level. Yeah. Like and it's it's just so good. So yeah. So, um, we got another quick uh, Black Friday because we, we we forgot about it. we're talking about binging. So we're yeah. gonna binge on some Black Friday deals right now. We'll give you two. All right. So this Black Friday, <clears throat> Boston Market is doing uh, a five point five gallon fish tank of mashed potatoes, thirty five percent off. So I love their mashed potatoes. They have really good mashed potatoes, and I think I don't know if this was something over the internet that got started because you know everybody raves about their mashed potatoes, um, and they have other Black Friday sales too. I, I think they have like you know um, uh, Cornish game hens half off, but uh, this one really caught my eye because for you, a small time you can go behind the counter and cut off whatever piece of meat you want. Yeah, to you, with you. Uh, you're they take the glass off the front of <laughs> you know if you've ever been to. Um, uh, Boston Market, they have glass, and you can just say, you know, I want that side, I want that side. Uh, they basically give you a spoon in 30 seconds and then a bucket. <laughs> Mark Summers comes out and says, hey, you can have as much macaroni and cheese as you want, but you have to find the flag. Yes. So, But this deal, this one kind of <laughs> caught my eye. I wanted to bring this up. 5.5-gallon uh, fish tank of mashed potatoes, 35% off. Um, and then if you make it in before 7 a.m., because uh, they are opening early for doorbusters on these deals, uh, you will get six bags of Carnival Goldfish. Um, that's the goldfish that, that you, you win, win at, at the Carnival, the carnival. Games where you throw the ping pong ball. Into so the things, yeah. I would eat those mashed potatoes as quick as you can so you can get those goldfish in there because I think they'll usually only last about three, four days max. Maybe, you know, because you get the bag home and then the, the, it's not looking so good. And yeah. then, So basically you get a free fish tank, a lot of great mashed potatoes, and then fun for your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So I, I, I think that's, six that's a good gifts, deal. Yeah. Six bags of fish. You could give that to anybody in the family. Yeah. And they'd be appreciative, you know? So um, I, and I feel like this is a big deal because I normally just buy the fish tank full of mashed potatoes at full price with no fish. Yeah. And I just, I feel like, you know, now I feel like I'm, you know, that's not that's how the they value get, that it once was. That's how they get you in there. Yeah. So. Because they always offer like the one small side of um, right. gravy to go with it. Yeah. And I'm like, eh, you know, I, I need more than that. But um, other other uh, big deal that uh, right now we're going to get to. <laughs> Best Buy. It's good. This is a good one. Mm-hmm. Buy one copy of Tomorrowland. Get all copies of Tomorrowland. Wow. That's a good deal, That's right? That's a good deal. Yeah. Like, I mean, are they are they reusable to Blu-rays? <laughs> they didn't Is specify, it Blu-ray or DVD? They, they didn't spe- it might be HD DVD, HD DVD. They, <laughs> they didn't specify. They're just like, hey, you buy this one copy of Tomorrowland, Disney's going to give you every copy of Tomorrowland. It's I just <laughs> That's a good deal. <laughs> uh, what about the downloadable digital copies? You sure, get you get those two. That's you know, a really yeah. good deal. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're looking just to spend just a small amount of money and give everybody like a present, people are going to be like, yeah, I didn't hate this. That's a good present. So I figured that was a good everybody deal. Everybody loves getting a movie for Christmas. Yeah. And I mean, that's literally, you could give it to everybody. Yeah, everybody. You're going to be that guy. You're like, hey, did you get your copy tomorrow? And they're like, yeah, I got three already. It's like, no, no, no. You need to get this copy as well. Because I went to Best Buy and bought one, and they gave them all to me. So there's your other deal. So go check that. I, I, I'm not going to jump on it because I'm hoping that somebody else will give me a copy of Tomorrowland. Hopefully, there's a Boston market nearby. <laughs> do you think George Clooney's just like you know? I, I've made I I what did I do? You know, like he just wonders. Do you think he regrets that? Not as much as Batman. I was and Robin. about to say the man made yeah. Batman and Robin. I don't yeah. think he's really hurting about Tomorrowland. So, um, but in terms uh, of like, like, is there? Uh, uh, Shows that you'd recommend, like that you think should get be a binge watch, like like we talked about Netflix. Hulu has a lot of good options as well. Um, if uh, if you have like a, a good cable package, like like um, Showtime, Cinemax, HBO, also have um, those shows you can watch on their own services and binge. Like so, there's a lot like Ash versus Evil Dead. That's on on uh, Stars, and you can tear through the four episodes they have. That's not that's a mini binge, right? Um, a good binge show. Like, binge in general or just a good show? Well, I mean, like, just one that you just uh, would dive right in. Like, I've heard a lot of people talk about that Aziz Anasari show, Master of None, being really good. I've heard um, that's I'm, good. I want to get to that. I just Jessica Jones, I, that's what happened to me this weekend. I'm, I'm, stuck, I'm, I'm stuck in superhero lockdown mode. I have so much superhero stuff to watch. <laughs> and I know everybody's probably just like, oh, Joe and his damn superhero stuff. That's what I say like, every day. Like, seriously, I have, I have Jessica Jones I have to finish. I, have, I still have to get caught up on Flash. Arrow I'm almost caught up on. And then Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.s totally just creep right back up. And I'm like, I, I did a little binge of that. Yeah. Like, last week I went. Did you get I, caught up on that yet or no? Not all the way. Okay. I, I binged it at the gym and watched, like, over a course of a week, I watched, like, four episodes. It's getting better, but it, it took a little while. It, yeah. I'm a, I don't want to talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. really that much, <laughs> but I'm a little on the fence Next about week, third Agents season. Of Shield. Season yeah. two, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was like action-packed, loved it. Yeah. Season three starting off kind of like, I don't know. So, but yeah. yeah, like those are pretty much the four shows. And then Legends of Tomorrow is going to start up and I'm just going to be like, <laughs> I don't have time to watch real TV anymore that, that doesn't involve people TV. that shoot lasers out of their eyes and lift yeah. cars over their heads. Um, so yeah, but the, go ahead. The things I binge uh, are uh, 
because now with Hulu, they have a lot of Comedy Central shows. And they have, actually, we mentioned Adult Swim. They have a majority of the older Adult Swim stuff. So, like, if you haven't watched Venture Brothers, get on that. That's oh, a show. Venture Brothers that, is That's amazing. a good one to watch back-to-back because the humor just starts just ramping up. And it just there's so much callback and reference that it just gets funnier as it goes. Like, it's very, it's very Arrested Development the way that, like... Each individual episode's pretty good, but if you watch as a whole, it just gets ridiculous. It does get better and better. Yeah. Like, the reoccurring characters and just some of the jokes. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think, like, Adult Swim. Like, I love watching Aqua Teen. Like, Aqua Teen's probably a guilty pleasure of, like, watching 15 minutes of just stupid nonsense. And you can get through a lot of it, like, with very little time. Yeah, a know? lot of those shows, too. Like, another, like, Metalocalypse. Like, yeah. I really... I'm a big metal fan, so, like, it doesn't really, like play lip service to any specific heavy metal band but you can kind of appreciate the culture yeah so it like it makes fun it lampoons that so like that's one reason why i enjoyed that show and that's only like 15 minutes long well that and the reason i mentioned that as well because with the way the adult swim broadcast used to be it was late at night and you sometimes they change their schedules and you weren't really quite sure when shows would start in season wise this is a good way to kind of get in there and watch it like it has they're all c labs on there i think See, that's uh, another good yeah, one. Yeah, and then uh, Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. Like, there's a lot of good ones in there. A, a lot of Robot Chicken. I, that's one that I could take her to leave it by itself, but I could just sit there, turn on, and zone out, and it's actually kind of fun. It's a, good, to it's watch. a great uh, background. Yeah. Background show. Um, my recommendation for binging, like, since there's a lot of Comedy Central stuff, there's a show called Review. I think I've told you about it before. Um, cannot remember the name of the actor that is the main guy, but he uh, reviews life. And it's like he, people suppose like it's all, it's all prescripted. So it doesn't like he, you know, this isn't like real submissions, but someone will be like, Hey, I want to know what it's like to eat 15 pancakes. And he'll yeah, go out and eat 15 pancakes. And then later on, it's like, Hey, I want to know what it's like to eat 30 pancakes. And it just becomes this thing where he's so he's holding to the, the format of the show that like, he doesn't tell his wife that when he's in the middle of these things, that it's all for the show. So like when he got like a, he gets addicted to like cocaine and she doesn't know that it's for the show, and it's I just recommend like it's only the first season's like ten episodes, second season's on Comedy Central now. Uh, I haven't had a chance to watch second season, but the first one's real easy. You could tear through it like part of a day because it's all half hour each. That's my recommendation. Like it it cracks me up. I don't really have a weird uh, binge show to watch that's on Netflix or Hulu. No? I can't think of anything that's like. Like, like, like now Seinfeld's on Hulu. That's a good one to tear through. But I think you've had uh, a lot of Seinfeld in your life already. Yeah, <laughs> no, my girlfriend watches a lot of Seinfeld, so I'm I'm well. <laughs> no, we got it. We got to do that? a Black Friday special now. Free? I didn't mean to do that. I pressed the wrong. That's, no, everything's free. The um, the button demands it now. Yeah, I so. was moving. I was moving the board and I hit it. So what what else we got here? All right, so this one's a little odd. I thought it was odd. Like I, I can see where it hits. As like a like a, a gift idea. Uh, so Brookstone, like Brookstone's known for a lot of weird, quirky things, um, and you always have like that person, I guess, in your family who's like into puzzles. You know, like those brain teaser puzzles. Yeah. So Black Friday only, um, Brookstone will hire someone to kid- kidnap a loved one and place them at an end of intricate mazes of clues for you to find. Uh, it's 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 three hundred and forty nine dollars. It's a good deal. Um, I think I think uh, a lot of the uh, <laughs> the food and stuff is included in that for the person. Yeah. Um. So they're probably the, one of those massage chairs at the end. Yeah. I I I, I guess they're well taken care of. It's, it's like, like, like they go to a day spa thing. at the end of a, a labyrinth with a minotaur. But um, the reward is a lot more enduring than just getting the rings apart. I guess. So. <laughs> 
like Michael Douglas did it one time, and like, Sean Penn told him to go do it. It was it was it was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a that's a good value. Um, so you're saying that you you don't really have a show? Like I I don't know. Like I. Um, I ended up watching Reaper. I, I binged all that because there's only two seasons and it really bummed me out because it only went two seasons. Um, there's another show that I purposely have not binged because I thought I was going to tear through it too fast. It's that show Deadbeat that's on Hulu where it has uh, Tyler Labine being like basically he's not homeless, but he's damn near homeless and he could talk to ghosts. It's really funny, but I was like, I'll save this for later. And I never got back to the rest of it. Um, I, I don't know. I like, will say there's one show. I don't even know where to find it at, but I would highly recommend you binge it if you do find it. Um, it's called The Lost Room. Have you seen oh, that? Oh, that's the miniseries. Yeah, it so miniseries. it was like a, only, it was like maybe four hours total, something like that. I think it was longer than oh, that. Okay. It was about like, I think it was like seven or eight episodes. Okay. But that was on sci-fi, I think. Yeah. But I binged through that. I don't think it's on a streaming service, but that was probably one of the most interesting, creative uh, shows that I've seen in the past, like ten, no, oh, no longer than that. Yeah, ten years. Hmm. People have talked about it, I, and we used to carry it at the store that we worked at. And I just never watched it. That's I a, actually bought it and gave it to somebody, and I never got it back. So, oh, I have to find it and see if I could get it again because it, it, it's very, it's su- you'll lo- you'll love it. It's super Twilight Zoney. Yeah, super. Twilight well, it's a room full of objects, and the objects all have had they all have and unique, things, yeah. unique powers and stories. Like the main, I'll give you the main premise. Like, um. I can't remember the guy's name. He was on Six Feet Under, Peter something. But he plays a, a detective, and somehow he investigates a murder surrounding one of these objects, and he ends up coming across like the object uh, of a key. And the key is able if you put, if you put the key in any keyhole and open it, it opens. It always goes to a door of a hotel room somewhere, like in I think Albuquerque, New Mexico. So it goes to that hotel room. Blue meth capital of the world. Yeah. And then you can you can then take that door to any other door that you've been to or you know of. Oh, okay. So it's almost like a little teleportation thing. Like you put the key in, you go to the hotel room. You come back out the door, you go to any door you want. Okay. So, um, and all the other objects in the room have different abilities. Like there's a bus ticket that if like somebody touches you with it, uh, with the corner of it, it, it sends you to like some random bus stop in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I, um, like I know this miniseries from a while ago, but I can only think of like now if it was like Greyhound, it'd be like like um, Muncie, like Indiana, and then like one other place is probably where it would go. Like I'm sorry, there's only three bus lines now, and you only get to go to four places, and that's where everybody goes now. But it's it's really cool. Welcome cause, to like, Muncie. So many of the items they don't even go into a detail about a lot of the items, but just like there's like a whole secret society trying to collect these items and. The key is apparently the most powerful one because you can just go into the room and go wherever you want. And okay. Time stops while you're there, and it's just the history of like what the room actually is and what happened, like some experiment gone wrong in the fifties. It's it's a pretty cool story. Yeah, that, that's that's a good recommendation. Another one I'd recommend too, just because we talked about it before on the show, is the What Hot American Summer First Day at Camp. You watched all that? I right? did. I binged yeah. that. That was that's really that's good. a good one to binge because yeah. it's it's <laughs> it feeds off itself really well. Mm-hmm. And it's so ridiculous that it kind of makes you... It's also funnier if you watch it all together yeah. as opposed to spaced out. Um, trying to think is Archer is always great to binge. Yes. Like, if you haven't if, if, if you haven't sat down and watched Archer, you're kind of... And that's one of those shows out. that, like, when it when the first, uh, first season ended up on Netflix, I'm like, I'll check it out. And then I just got hooked. Same things with Bob's Burgers. Like, this is a show that was on broadcast. I never bothered watching it until it was on mass consumption. And now it's one of my favorite things. Right. Um, so yeah, and I think you were absolutely right that, 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 um, that this type of format has, has changed the way we approach things. 
Like, I'm almost like, I'll get to it later as opposed to watching it when it comes out. Well, I think, like, I don't think writers are in, intending to write these these shows to binge. I mean, some are probably because, I mean, that's the way things are. I think Orange is the New Black is in, like, um, House of Cards are probably one of the biggest binge series out there. Yeah, uh, that's true. And because, like, I know anytime Orange is the New Black drops a new season, it's like most people who are huge fans of it are done with it in two days. Yeah. You know? Um, and, uh, like, um, what was the show I was thinking of? Um, not on Hulu. It was on Netflix. I can't remember. I okay. lost my train of thought when I started thinking about Orange is the New Black. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, if you guys have any recommendations for binge shows while we're, while we're all passed out on the couch, uh, please feel free to hit us up on Twitter. It's Invading Podcast. Um, our Gmail is Invading Podcast. Uh, and sorry, Invasion. No, Invading Podcast Gmail. We have an Invasion of the Podcast Facebook page. Uh, please, to, you know, uh, talk to us there if there's things that we missed out on or if there's things that you like binging. Um, if it's like, hey, I just like watching the 1985 uh, NFL season on VHS tapes over and over again. That's cool. I don't know how I'd be able to watch it, but you could recommend it. It's fine. Or if you just like watching, um, like repeats of double dare over and over again. I mean, sure. Cause there isn't there, there's, um, there's a Nickelodeon channel that just, it's online. It just streams random Nickelodeon programming all day long. You know, maybe you want to watch American gladiators all the time. I don't know. Or something... the kids version guts guts. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, just let us know. So, um, do you have one more special? I am out of special. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I have, I... no, no, it's okay. I have, I have one any... last one. This is more of a Cyber Monday deal. Oh, okay. And uh, on ErnestKlein.com, with every purchase of Ready Player One, it comes with a personalized nostalgia box that has uh, thick Coke bottle rose-colored glasses, a body pillow that looks like your dad that wants to hug you, and a free clip-on neckbeard. That's a good deal. Oh man, never, never gonna. That movie's gonna come out. It's gonna blow up. <laughs> it's gonna be the most popular movie it's ever. It's gonna be the most gonna popular like, ever. God and, damn you, Ernest and, Klein. <laughs> and everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, those assholes on Invasion. They hate that movie." Yeah, and uh, he'll just he'll just sleep on his bed of money. Um, that's Ernest Klein. <laughs> Is it like a loot crate? It's like a loot crate. It's but, like a loot crate. But you got to have the really thick rose-colored glasses because it's like you can't see clearly through them, but you really want to remember everything better than what it was. So um, I was going to say, oh, it's buy one, get one free 80s references, but I didn't know how you'd sell that. So um, that was my last of my deals. So if you guys have any good Black Friday deals, please uh, you know, let us know. If you, have, like, if you have deals that we didn't mention and that are not out available, give us your best, yeah. best real quotation mark. Yeah. The um the deals are out there. You just got to tell us what they are. Yeah, go they, send your falcon. Go send your falcon. Um, you know, don't look on the internet. Don't look in circular ads. Just, just yeah. Don't look at the penny saver. Yeah, well, I didn't find this out about Boston Market by looking through the newspaper. No, no. He, he I had half of a fish tank that I finished the bottom of, and it was printed on the bottom. It was crazy. Actually, you know? there was a guy. It was like Revenge of the Nerd style. I got to the bottom, and there was an ad. There was a guy. He had a he had a a, a like a big brown it wasn't a trench coat it was like a it was a wool coat he was outside boston market i think his name was horace um he was it was Ernest klein no it wasn't Ernest klein <laughs> he did have a beard uh well a neck beard yeah. so like he's standing out by the door and i'm like like why are you what do you i asked him what are you standing out here for he's like i'm in line for the sale i was like what sale <laughs> i'm like they're still open he's like no, no no black friday i was like oh 
okay. And so when I went in there, I was like, you know, why is that guy out there for Black Friday? And they told me some of their deals. I was like, those aren't bad. Yeah, right? So, so yeah, we, we're here to save you money and provide entertainment for the money that you spend. So make sure you go out and get that one copy of Tomorrowland, and then you'll be the most popular person ever. So right. um, also in honor of, um, of Thanksgiving uh, and binging and all things, I decided that we're going to bust out uh, the Netflix Wheel of Death again. No money. I'm oh, sorry. No. No whammy. No whammy. Disney no Cruise. Whammy. Disney Cruise. <laughs> Disney Cruise. Disney Cruise. Disney. Oh, bankrupt. Bank. Yeah. Woo. All right. So, I, I asked Joe previously. I had two topics. Uh, one was um, it was going to be all food related for Netflix. Netflix Wheel of Death or all animal related. So Joe chose animals. Yeah. Um, and I told him the deal is it's I have six selections here. Um. Should I tell you the selections before? Yeah, we should tell you the selections. Before yeah, let me know it. what I'm up against. And then, like, so I, I asked him. I was like, "We'll do one for you, and then, and then we'll do one for me." But then he can just change out an audible, the the one that he, you know, so that way he can give me something complete curveball here. So, uh, first one, furry vengeance with Brendan Fraser. You don't remember this? Oh, you're gonna hate it. Um, <laughs> then we also have Polly, uh, which is about a talking parrot. That's on Netflix. It looks amazing. It has Cheech Marin in it too, I believe. Uh, Eagle versus Shark, which has um, this one's actually pretty good. It has Jermaine Clement, you know, from Fly of the Concords. Yeah. yeah, it's actually a really good movie. So that one uh, I put that in there is maybe you'll get it. Um, Stung, which is about killer bees, like large killer wasps. It's supposed to be a horror comedy. I actually want to see this. Looks like it's a lot of fun. Um, Zombievers threw that in there, mm. and Wolf Cop because I figured it's a wolf and a cop. Yeah. So, um, go ahead. Are you ready? What do you, what do you hope you get? I kind of want to see Zombievers. Okay. I, that's, that's actually saved in my list. Yeah. I have a list of Netflix. I think the other thing, too, about Netflix is, like, is like you see something, and you're just like, ooh. Like, put that in my list. You put that in your list. And I, w- I didn't get to bring this up in the, the main piece chunk, but it's, like, it's severely changed how we watch movies in the sense that, like, it's almost like you have the whole damn blockbuster as your your home library. Yeah. Because you can just load your list up and then just like literally for me to find a movie in my list takes me about five minutes. I have my list is like probably like maybe 150 titles, yeah. something like it's It's ridiculous. Like I'm, I'm like, here's when I wanted to watch like documentaries and there's like eight <laughs> documentaries. And then it's like, oh, look, here's all the battle stars. I might as well have those in there in case I ever want to watch them again. And then it's yeah. like, oh, there's Wayne's World 1 and 2. Yeah. And then it's like you're scrolling and scrolling. Oh, more documentaries. It's, it's, it's like, like it's like if, if it's in your list, you keep them as yeah. opposed to just being there and you can watch it whenever you want. Yeah, uh, it's just like you it's just my want, list. Yeah, it's like if you're at the store and you're just like, I'm going to buy that and I'm never going to watch it, but yep. I'm just going to go on my shelf. <laughs> so I, like yeah. my copy of Fargo. Yep. All right. So, all right. So. Um, what am I? Am I am I rolling? Oh, did am you I... rolled? I saw you roll. Oh, hold on. Oh, you. This is this is the official two, two. Yeah. Oh, that is Polly, the talking parrot movie. Ah, uh, that's rough stuff. You're angry about that. I could tell. Um, Why? Because I'm quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be worse than Forty Days and Forty Nights. Probably. It's All a right. kids movie, isn't it? All right. Yeah, it's a it's a kids movie. You know. Um, now what is your turn? Yeah, I I could I could strike Polly. We don't have to go like you like. What do you I, want me to re-roll? Yeah, that's re-roll. not how the wheel works, yeah, Paul. It's, but you're but you're gonna be so mad at me. You're gonna be. So that's angry. the point of the wheel, death. <laughs> 
All right, you're watching Polly. So then, okay, you can roll for me. All right, here it goes. Uh, oh, shake it extra. Two, Polly. Sure. Let's. Ha. You know what? Let's both watch it. Oh, it's well, gonna be a a, a Polly review next week. <laughs> Oh, this is going to hurt. Talking about birds. Oh, because I, I hate the name Polly so much because everyone always tries to say that to me. And I'm like, I'm I'm not like a mafia guy and you I'm are, not a talking bird. So now not. I got to watch a movie about talking bird. And I bet you there's going to be a mafia guy named Polly. Hey, Polly. Hey, I hate it. I hate being called Polly. Now everybody's going to call me Polly. So, all right. Well, so that, it's appropriate. So tomorrow's going to be Thanksgiving. There's a bird. We're going to watch a movie about a bird. We're going to talk about it next week. Um. So, again, it's been a lot of fun. Let us know about your favorite binging shows. Also, give us your your oh-so-real Black Friday deals. That'd be fun. Uh, but I think it's going to do it uh, for us now. Anything you want to add in here? Um, don't forget your cranberry sauce. We forgot to do a Star Wars fact. Don't forget your Star Wars fact. Yeah, so we forgot a Star Wars you fact. You sneak yeah. it in there? You don't have to. I just really okay. We'll, we'll do a bonus fact next week. How about that? Yeah, you're gonna get yeah. double the Star Wars. Double the Star double Wars. Double bladed lightsaber. We're getting fact. closer to an actual Star Wars show, so yeah. I don't know if we want to do that. Soon. No, yeah. I think I think we only got like a week or two left of Star Wars facts because, I mean, honestly, it's it's just gonna end up being let's talk about Star Wars before the movie comes out. Yeah, so we're gonna do that soon. So uh, everybody have a safe holiday. Uh, we will see you next week, and I mean binge, but don't purge because you know you're beautiful the way you are. Shop smart. Shop S-mart. You got that? <laughs>